MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then, fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi. Hello. Hi, Bethany. How are you? Good. Where are you? Uh, I'm in Minnesota. You're I'm in Minnesota? In the Midwest. Yeah. Okay. Nice. This is, this is, you know, Nat. I mentioned her incorrectly in a Dave Portnoy story on this podcast, but I had seen her on TikTok. And I think the first time I saw her, I wasn't really aware or fluent on is it called citizen or citizens journalism? What do people call it? Citizens or citizen? You know, I'm not entirely sure. I, I guess citizen, citizen journalism. Um, I wasn't super familiar with like the actual word citizen journalism until you brought it up, actually. I'm not like a self-proclaimed journalist. I didn't start my page being like, I'm going to report on things. Um, I started my page because I was a stay-at-home mom who was like desperate to talk to an adult after singing Baby Shark all day. Um, and so I just started making videos being like, my kid's napping and this is what I'm watching. And um, so really, I started just like talking about what I was watching and it's turned into like, you know, reporting on things and being kind of boots on the ground. Um, and I'm learning about citizen journalism, I guess. <laughs> Interesting. So I was the first person to say that term to you. Yeah, I think so. Fascinating. Right. Because I was like, oh, that's what it is. That makes sense. You know? (laughs) Yeah. No, it's a term I had heard. And what's interesting and people really love it because um, people don't trust journalism as much anymore. And there uh, 
I've seen bullshit journalism all so many times and I've seen people be bought and owned by different, you know, yes. companies and then act differently and tell stories differently. And obviously you could listen to Fox and hear one thing and CNN and hear another. So that term came to me through TikTok. Like that's what I realized it was. And to be honest, when I first was on TikTok, like in a meaningful way, when I saw the people with the little microphones, I thought it was like ridiculous. I was thinking, wait, people like think they're journalists. But then I evolved into thinking, well, what is a journalist? They're just someone who's doing research and trying to get their facts straight and get sources and report a story or mix together a bunch of other stories and then have their own take on it. So I realize it's not ridiculous. And you're a good example of that. Well, thank you for saying that. Um, definitely. I think that that it's become such a genre because you're not worrying as much about like, are they getting paid to talk about this? Are they getting paid to not talk about this? You really can find a niche where you can listen to a person that you want to hear commentate on it. And it's usually like me, something that I just really enjoy and like do for myself. I'm doing the research because I'm following this stuff. Um, and so you don't have to worry about like, am I telling you this because there's a profit involved or, you know, I'm just kind of saying like, this is a crazy story that I heard about. Um, as well as being able to get things out, I think, quicker than like official, you know, news agencies, yep. because I can pick up my phone and say, like, did you guys know that this is going on? Yeah. Um, and that turns into a lot of these news agencies. You'd be surprised how many of them are actually using these TikTok videos to then write their whole articles. Um, right. Has that happened? A how many times has that happened to you? Oh, a lot. A lot. I tried to make a list and um, I have like a few top examples, um, but it's happened with all of them. Cosmopolitan, Page Six, Perez Hilton, U.S. Weekly, Showbiz Today. I mean, I can go and find my videos in these articles, but they'll refer to me as a TikToker. So they don't Not even, even have your to name. Like, right. They don't have to use my name. They don't have to source us. Um but why wouldn't so, they use your name just to, if they're saying a TikToker? What's the difference? The credibility is like it's not their thing. So why wouldn't they use your name? I don't know. I don't know. I think that it's probably not purposeful, right? They just don't think about it. Like, oh, this is somebody who just posted a video and now it's mine and we'll use it and write this article. Uh, I guess where the credibility comes in is if I'm not being, if you're not saying this is her video, then I can't ever get verified for me to like have credibility. Yeah. So, so that's like. Yeah, the dilemma yeah, there, I guess. Well, I have a couple of questions. One, um, yes, to the, what you said before, it's content to the people, which I really have learned to to just, you could change your entire life based on it. You could change everything you do. You could self-publish a book. You could never go back on edited and produced and um, press tour marketed television again, which is how I've sort of changed my life. I did notice you, and I did notice you a while back. You seem to be... Um, you know, not, not, you know, not catty enough of that to be like, you know, a little bit of like pop culture, but, but you seem to be thorough. And I, I, I you, I've noticed you not just, uh, recently when you specifically talked about me, but even times talking about other things. And I wanted to know, do you get paid by, are you making my, is this a business at all by anybody? Um, no, I mean, I'm in like a creator fund on TikTok. So that would be like my only income, which is like very inconsistent and like forever changing. So, um, yeah, as of now, no. 
So all of the people that I see that are like you that go and they go to BravoCon and they talk about it and like they're flying on their own dime. They're not they're just getting a bigger following, but not able to monetize it in any way. Um, I'm not entirely sure. So there are some bigger creators who I think were invited to BravoCon. So I'm guessing that they had like some accommodations. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there are brands that are reaching out to some bigger kind of journalistic people, you know, um, paying for their expenses to go to events like that. But, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't know about monetizing. I don't think that I've quite reached that limit yet. And is that is your goal for this to be sort of a career or you're still just having fun with it as a mom? Well, I'm having fun. I kind of still post my videos thinking like nobody is going to see them. Like that's always kind of been my vibe is like I just say stuff. Like I said, I'm looking for adults to talk to. I didn't uh -huh. want to be doom scrolling on TikTok anymore. So I was like, I might as well just like create when I have a moment to myself and put it mm -hmm. out there. And um and like I said, I post videos like nobody's going to see them. And now like people that I'm talking about are seeing them. So I don't really know where it's going to go from here. Um, but it's picking up and it's super fun. And like I said, it's something that I do to like procrastinate. So if I could make a business of it, that would be yeah. ideal. <laughs> first of all, have you been on anybody else's podcast? That's no, what I wanted this to is ask. my first podcast ever. And I am honored to be on this one. This is awesome. This is a good one to be on. It's that we do pretty well. So that's exciting. Yay. This is a good first podcast. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. So hopefully you'll be able to use that uh, street cred. Um, but what does it mean? So now coming on here, do you think about like that the people that you're talking about, like they're real people. So I'm here. Like I was looking through. I didn't know. Like I was like, oh, wait a second. It's fine because I've been talked badly about. But that you were saying I say crazy shit on this app and you were like comparing me to Donald Trump back, I guess, in the beginning. So, like, were you like, oh, my God, I hope she didn't see that cringe. I'm going on her podcast. Or you didn't think of that? Uh, I didn't think of that. I mean, I just I like I said, I say shit as if nobody's going to see what I'm saying. And people seem to listen. And I try to be like you said, you know, you want to watch somebody that you enjoy hearing commentate it. So I got to give it like a little bit of my opinion and edge, but enough to like get away with it. That's art. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, So it's called, you know, Nat, and I shadowed you out and I shadowed you out in the wrong name because my eyes TikTok it, the writing is so small and I was looking down and I thought it was I thought the whole time it was you know that I get so I'm it. sorry so I'm I get sorry it that, that that happens I've done it I get it but that's a happy accident because that's how we got here exactly yes blessing in disguise <laughs> yes so let's go over a couple of things okay so first and foremost what do you think about uh Ramona allegedly I think you might have been the one that said it that she allegedly um just showed up and crashed her premiere even though she wasn't invited I heard that yeah I saw that so that was a headline that I did post about and I I don't know I think that that's possibly true right I mean it seems like a very Ramona thing to do I was kind of wondering if she would be involved or how they were gonna like cut that and like of course she showed up and was front and center for all of them all the pictures it's very you know. it's very Ramona because Ramona something happens the one day she says something to you and the next day it's like it never happened and she has a gift of torching the kingdom and the next day acting like it's fully intact that's her gift i would be hiding in another country for a long time like just wanting this thing to rinse off and instead you go to a premiere and then it brings up bubbles up all the headlines again 
Right. Everyone's going to talk about it. I mean, that's a thing that could happen, right? If she just showed up there, like, who's going to tell her, no, you can't, you got to go, you didn't have an invite. She was on oh, the that- cast. It could have happened. Okay, I'm a big fan of Cozy Earth. Who doesn't love bed sheets that feel like butter? Oh my God, they're delicious. They make you feel special. They make you feel rich. They make you feel clean. They make you feel refreshed. The sheet sets are to die for. They fit my bed perfectly and they wash like a dream. Travel-friendly and hassle-free, Cozy Earth's bedding comes in adorable totes making it the perfect companion for your adventures near and far. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use my code Bethany, B-E-T-H-E-N-N-Y, at checkout to get 35% off. Whoa! And let them know that I sent you after you check out. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, and I ask you if you think it's hypocritical as a fan of these shows, 
that Ramon is being held to a different standard than other people? Is that happening? I think that Ramona has like consistency in acting this way. So I think that like we've seen her throughout the years kind of treat like staff badly. She's kind mm-hmm. of like known for being not pleasant to people who she maybe thinks are lower than her. Um, and right. I think that that's something that like fans truly believe. So then to hear her kind of go off, it's like believable that that's not it's edited. It's not. Yes, exactly. It's not a one off. It's not. I think that's her. I don't know her, but I, I think as a fan. So you're a clocker and you like to do this investigative connecting the dots. You really are like a, like a detective mom. And so <laughs> you were noticing that I took t- a TikTok down and then you were correct in that. And I think I said it. I said that I wanted to do it here because sometimes I'll do something there and be like, or even my team here would be like, why wouldn't I put it on my podcast? This is like, this is where I live. This is my home. And over there, you're just, you know, playing around. And also more importantly than that, because I do TikToks all the time that I don't do here. It's a longer format here. We can have a conversation that breathes. So over there, you're just right. throwing something up and trying to like get it in or not have it be too long there because no one's going to have the attention span there. That's not the store right. for that. So, but you've clocked that. And I want to know what you think of that. Is that like a bad thing to do? To post and delete or to... Yeah, does it matter? No, I don't think so. I think the rule of thumb is if you post, somebody's already grabbed it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've heard people say, like, if if you're going to delete, just leave it up because somebody's already got it. Um, But But it lives. But it lives. Right. Right. It It lives lives and goes... And a different platform. Yeah, no, I think that that makes total sense. And I think that clocking those things is um, a new word that I've learned recently just about like media literacy and just being able to like judge those. I think that's just kind of how my brain works. Like I saw, you know, I, I saw people freaking out about if Raquel Levis was getting paid for the interview she did with you. And it was just so obvious to me that like there was some kind of transaction. Nobody is going to like let her do that without you know, something and you're pitching a podcast at the end. So it just becomes like, come on, let's connect the dots, guys. And well, I'll tell you the breaking story, the true story, because you're the one who said that the true story is that I didn't really know who Raquel was. Peripherally, I did. I I hadn't seen the show as 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 many people, you know, criticize that I didn't watch 10 seasons to talk to a person. Um, So um, I didn't know who she was. But I anecdotally knew that she had this crazy thing happen. And I kept thinking, like, aren't they all drinking? Aren't they all cheating? I've been hearing everyone's cheat, you know, that then they're working in this bar. And I also know the medium because I worked in it for years. And then I said something just anecdotal about her during the reality reckoning. And I think I was the only person that ever stuck up for her. And so her representative called me as a result. And I didn't think, to be perfectly honest with you, I didn't know that she was such a big get for the podcast. Like, I didn't think that that was a big get because to me, peripherally, that was the girl who cheated and was in the scandal. But like, okay, so she's this pariah. Like, I just, it was sort of casual. And then once she reached out and it was like sort of a big deal for them, like that she hadn't said a word. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that she had been like on an island. So it was all the planets like converging at the same time. But they had already been talking to iHeart before. Before I even knew about it, they had been having a conversation. It never came to fruition. So my conversation with her brought it to fruition. It was like now they were back talking about now they were back talking about it again. I thought it was a good idea. And if I wanted to possibly do it, 
then maybe iHeart would get behind it. So it was like sort of all these things converging at the same time. You said you were the like one of the few people kind of sticking up and showing loyalty to her. And so for her to like feel like, oh, that's a safe one I could go on. I'm sure that everyone had offered her. So that totally makes sense. And that's the things that like I wouldn't know details, right. you know, but I just put things together as I can. And then some of my videos are just like, do you guys think this is possible? This is what I kind of like I said, I'm just I talk to people kind of like it's my friends or my family. Like I'm just putting it out there and welcoming. Well, and to- and and there's clickbait and I get it, too. I do it. You know, we're not sitting here putting out clips for this podcast that aren't going to rate. So is it what are the things that if you talk about you're going to rate? Bravo stuff. A lot of Bravo stuff hits. Um Janelle with Teen Mom. That's a big story all the time. People like to keep updated with Teen Mom. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of them are shows that have been on for these 10-year runs. So Vanderpump Rules, um, Beverly Hills Housewives, Teen Mom. These ones where we've kind of seen the cast and there's fans who have watched from the beginning and we feel like we've got this like longitudinal study of their life. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the topics that people like really get involved in, uh, really feel like they know the people or have like a parasocial relationship. So ah. um, there's definitely some like the Ramona, you <laughs> called back some things that people would know, like you're remi- you're all in a relationship with these people. So you can say to me when Ramona did that thing in the kitchen about Dennis, exactly. like you remember it. Yeah. And something about that makes I think makes people feel like they're like kind of part of a smaller community village which I think so many people crave like if we can talk about the same people and the same things going on it almost makes us feel like we're all in the same town hanging out or you know yeah okay and then this is what shocked me first of all recently I realized that I think the comments on Instagram are more psychotic and hateful than TikTok. And that's crazy because I always thought that like TikTok to me, it's the wild, wild west. Like one video you could do, you could cough and it could get a million views. The next one could get three views. Like it's a very, it's a very precarious place. But, and I guess that's across all social media, but I find that I will think that I or someone is being quote unquote canceled, but they're literally being renewed because all of you guys are talking about it and it's driving traffic and people are listening and like you think you're not you're doing something wrong but you're doing everything right and there are hate pages about you but the more you're being hated the it's an indication that you're doing well like on this weird universe right. and that's what people are crazy. talking right like Michaela Gate the, the mascara gate they were yes. at that time there were 54 million views on the video do we think she gives a shit about a couple of days that she was upset when L'Oreal is printing money and mascara and so is she like everyone was Absolutely. acting like she was getting canceled she was and that's not. how I found out about her so like how many followers did she gain from that scandal I think that that's definitely true I think cancel culture is kind of over like there's some people who have done some pretty egregious things on the internet which comes back to why citizens journalism is important because they shouldn't be able to hide those things but even when these people have been kind of outed people are talking about what's going on they always they come back like Colleen Ballinger took a couple months off she had some involvement with children and that kind of thing you'd think that that would kind of be the end of it she's back to family she's back to family vlogging already so yeah. That, and you guys yeah, are moving markets, over. though. You guys are moving product. You're moving product. You're driving downloads. I mean, it's happening for real. 
That's good to know. I, I, yeah, full yeah. on. You're moving yeah. across. I think we're so definitely getting eyes and getting views. And like you said, getting people over to these podcasts that are connecting the dots. You want to hear like what was the answers? What did this person have to say? And then what did the other podcast, what did they say about that in the podcast? You know, putting clips together, yeah. I think definitely drives people to watch both people's podcasts. And um, yeah, there's definitely a business there. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. 
So you were surprised that were you surprised that I spoke out about Dave Portnoy because you kind of spoke about him in a way where you think like people are sort of scared of him. Like he'll 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 like crush somebody with one blow. And were you like, were you like this bitch is crazy for like going up against that guy? Oh no, I didn't think. I don't think you're scared of anything. I I, don't, I didn't think that that was the issue at all. Um, I wanted to stay neutral. Uh, oh. You know, Barstool, I heart, I don't know. I just, I wanted to report on that one neutrally, but I didn't think that you would have a problem um, holding your own or kind of saying what you felt. I mean, you had already said it. You said it on TikTok. You said it on your podcast. Like, um, if anybody's going to go balls to the walls, I think it's you. So, <laughs> Well, no, it's funny because you said one of my interns might have gotten it wrong. What happened was I saw so many clips on TikTok and they didn't show the part that, part, that yeah. you that I that I saw on yours. And then I went and listened to the whole thing. You should to give everyone perspective. There was something that I said. I don't want to rehash the whole thing, but I said something on TikTok. And then I thought that Portnoy hadn't doubled down on it. I thought that he kind of got a little softer. And Natalie was like, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he fucking did. And I went back and listened to the whole thing. I was like, wait, right now he did. And I owe it to my audience here to not. Because they might not have listened to any of it. They don't even know who he is. Right, so right. I wanted to clarify to them, oh, no, yes, he did double and triple down. So here I am doubling and tripling down. And then he he went quiet. He stopped. Cause I've, yeah, you know. that was the end of that. But yeah, it was yeah, a long which... clip. I didn't see it at first. I was, you know, watched yeah. the first half and thought, okay, that was the end of that. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, he's Scooter yeah. Braun. That's kind of crazy. No, totally. He'll go up against anybody. And I know some of the people he's gone up against and someone I was with yesterday in the sports world was saying yeah he's quieted down with you for some reason so he did quiet down and that's just fine with me because you know I actually have met him I've enjoyed him I've liked him I think he's done he's been very successful and I think that it's important to say something when it's difficult to say something because most people don't do that so I wasn't going to go come after him and I didn't trash him but to say speak up for just women in the way that a man who has such influence is going to speak about a woman he's never met, especially since he himself has been up against what he's called false reporting. Now you're taking all of your information based on a re edited reality show and going to call somebody a name based on that. I thought that that deserved a little bit of a call out. Yeah, definitely. I think that somebody had to say it. That was my first thought. And I think that especially just the timing of it when it's kind of died down and like, uh, let's talk about the successes of the people on that show or something, but to like throw out name calling. Somebody had to say like, that was weird, you know, yep. and then we can yep. move on. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about, um, did you see what I posted about Kim and Croy? Oh yes, I did. Yeah. I was thinking about that a lot, what you posted, because I think that it is relatable to so many people, you know, to see kind of chaos and volatility like that and like how heartbreaking it is for the children. So, yeah, definitely feel awful for the children, especially the young ones that are at home, but the adult children as well who are, you know, facing the these kind of headlines coming out about their parents. Um, to be honest, I thought about when I said, like, pay your effing bills, because that was just like a something that I had seen in a headline and now that it's deeper I can't I can't people should pay their bills and not front and stunt and I think that's what reality television celebrates and is about like you don't have to have money you just have to look like you have money and I find that to be problematic and the two of them have been trying to spend in this machine and it happens it happens with 
Right. So many of the people with all the logos and labels, you guys think that they have money. They could be bankrupt. They are coming on these shows to look rich, Jen Shaw. And then right. <laughs> they think that being on the show, they're going to make they're going to make enough money. Like what happened with my right. business, which takes a lot of work to make enough money to make up for the fact that they don't really have money. So they're spending. It's like, totally. let me spend on my bags and to look rich. So the paycheck will catch up with it or the deals that I'm going to get. And it doesn't really work like that. Right. And I think that these two were doing that. They wanted us to all think that they were really rich and they were probably going through a lot of struggles. Right. Yeah. That was kind of what I got from it is it looks like they were kind of keeping up with the Joneses or keeping mm -hmm. up with the people on reality TV and thinking that these businesses would take off and there would be offers made and it didn't happen. And his NFL career was done. And so that wasn't coming in. And, and then you think about, you know, they want to keep, they probably want to keep the home for their children. You want your kids to stay in the same school, you know, keeping up the life and staying where they are and at the level they're at. But um, yeah, I think it's just been we've all kind of watched this go on over years. And so to see him like on film saying like, this is right. This is what's happening is. Wow. That was shocking. Heartbreaking. Yeah. It was yeah. heartbreaking. I was the kid in a house much crazier than that from what we hear. And it felt like they're both feeding off of each other. They can't afford to do anything different. They're just like probably the only people that understand what the other person is going through. Right. And they probably on some sick level love each other, hate each other. It's insane. I would love to talk to one of them and just let them like breathe and like have a conversation because I do. I literally know what it's like to be in that house. And it's easier said than done to get out, believe it or not. Right. And yeah, I think they were keeping up appearances. And that's the thing about Housewives. Whether it's She by Sheree or Sonia Morgan clothing or the bags with Gretchen or, you know, the, the hair with Erica or the hair with Kim. I know right. what all these deals look like. And I know how hard it is to make real money. Like to make real money on those, it is extremely hard and takes years. I mean, it took me probably 10 years to like, till my shapewear and my salad dressing that are in major stores all, you know, all over yeah. major chains, Walmart, Publix, like real store, it took years before you were making real, real money because you stuck to it. It was successful. You can't just go launch hair and, you know, the first day you do sales and you do a party on TV and like that's, right. they're not making real money. That's not real money. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Firsthand. And to be so able all these to bring, bring in enough to maintain that it's got to be an insane amount and well the businesses are so they can stay on the show because you need to have stuff going on so it like looks like you know what i mean if, if you but think then about they how they get part of those businesses right so they they don't really they they technically they do that's been signed but they don't audit it because what are you going to go audit what did she buy sheree do oh, any more than okay. i'm going to go audit sure. what did my merch on bravo yeah. that they just took how much down did because sonia's toaster oven make yeah that's what i'm saying so but but if sonia ends up on the cover of forbes magazine because she sells it to oster then they're going to come, gonna claw come back. for it yeah yeah so um this is awesome oh thank you so much <laughs> awesome thanks all right thank Bye. you guys 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.